0: date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, Betrayal Trauma Recovery Expert, and Sharon Collier, Certified Life and Relationship Coach.
1: We are at the Orange County LDS Singles Conference right now in June, July 2022, episode Eleven. Episode eleven. We're doing something kind of fun. We hope, and that is, we're letting people come and ask their dating questions yes. today. So it's going to be a fun episode. Okay, we're here with Ian, and he has a question for us.
2: I do. In the dating world of Mormons or LDS that are current temple recommend holders, mm-hmm. um, to find a companion after the dating process. <laughs> there are certain roadblocks that come up, and one of them is a person that is current and recommend, but they're widowed and are sealed to their first husband. And therefore, it's would be a major red flag to continue with that relationship if the goal was marriage and she doesn't want to give up her, her right of her first marriage to us being sealed, thus also, To find a a person that's divorced is a little easier because they have every incentive to get rid of that first sealing and be resealed to someone else. So why is it that these widows are back in the dating field if they're not going to commit to an eternal uh, companionship? Well, so I'm going to
3: take that one. Yeah, Please (laughs) do. As a widow myself, I was widowed at 37 years old. I am a sealed widow. Um, I have to say I put myself out in the dating pool again because I didn't want to be alone for the rest of my life. And I know it's easy for me to say because I'm sealed and I have that ordinance, but it's just going to take somebody with an awful lot of faith to marry a widow. But I, I keep recalling Thomas S. Monson's funeral. Where everybody kept talking about how much he wanted to take care of the widows and the fatherless, and isn't married marrying a sealed widow taking care of a widow?
2: Great question. I do that, but I'm not. I want to disavow my other sealings and be sealed to the proper person for the next life. So right. I'm looking for a, another.
3: So my, oh, so you're, okay, I understand. So I guess my advice to you would be um, to not date a widow, honestly. And honest, as a, as a widow myself, that is a, that is a righteous desire to be sealed to somebody. And I understand that. And I've been single 15 years because, because this, you know, this is hard. It's hard for people to grasp the concept. But I've also dated men who were like, I will marry you for this lifetime you know and hope that everything works out a heavenly father is just and heavenly father is going to take care of the people who take care of the widows there's no doubt in my mind so does that help you a little
2: well we don't have polygamy anymore and that would be understandable like brigham took care of all these widows when he was in his life his last part of his life i don't think he fathered more than uh four or five wives with children, but he, he had married like 20-something just to take care of them. Right. But I'm not here to take care of someone. I'm here right. to find someone that I can be eternally sealed with.
3: So I guess the answer to your question is we're out there dating because we don't want to be alone for our, the rest of our earthly life. And um, and I would think the
1: possibility that a widow might find, not, not being a widow myself, might find someone... willing to do that and maybe as a widower and so why wouldn't she be out there looking for someone i just think that that's a possibility but for you you just understand what your parameters are and just make them really clear and i think yeah you can can move forward that way that's
3: just your preferences to not marry a widow we have a widow couple in our group and they say they're married for time and all mortality (laughs) and we (laughs) and we love it so um does that answer your question ian it does
2: it just like you just said set my parameters to where I could be friends with them, but I'm not going to date them to where I want to get serious and then have a heartbroken when they won't commit. It's
1: great. Thanks, Ian. All right, thanks so much, Thank Ian. Juliet is our uh, next guest here. She has a question for us. Go ahead, Juliet. So there's a guy that I, I guess you could say is my high school sweetheart. Um, we were separated when his father moved him to California. We recently reconnected, and he proposed we meet for a date and he emphasized that we were going to have dinner and drinks twice. I'm a little bit concerned because I don't drink at all, and I'm a member of the church, and he's not a member of the church. How should I handle when we're at dinner, and he proposes that I drink a margarita? Sharon, you want to answer that?
3: Absolutely. Okay, so first of all, of course, the the high school sweetheart thing is kind of a big deal, you know, reconnecting with that person. But I'm just going to say, out of the gate that this is probably a compatibility thing you know because you never drink and he seems to emphasize drinking in his life like that's a good thing and that's a fun thing and it's probably just part of his social norm to go out and drink so I actually if I were you if it were me I would keep the date and I would tell him I belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and that's against my religion and I would reconnect with him and just have fun with him As a friend, because there's no way that where drinking is such a big part of his life and such like no part of yours that it would ever be a relationship that you would want to pursue. You know, we have the law of conformity. You know, they say if you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the sixth. Or if you hang out with five alcoholics, you'll be the sixth, and that sure. tends that tends to happen in relationships. Where if you did think, okay, I can handle it and I can abstain from alcohol and stuff, eventually, if that was such a huge part of his life, you would probably start drinking. It you would know, be
1: it would be tough for sure. It, it would be tough for it's, you. It's, it's the to. same thing. Like you, you only date. You only marry the people you date. If you keep if you keep dating you know him and no one else or him and it keeps going you know eventually they're the only people that you marry are the ones you date right
3: right and so I would just say go have fun go have a fun evening with him tell him you're not going to drink and you, you know if you want to sit there and talk to him while he does or whatever I'm sure it's a one-time thing and because you're going back to New York. New York okay are you from New York yeah Great. all right so I mean so it's like no harm no foul go out have some fun, reconnect, and then go back to New York and you're, you're all right. You don't have to get serious.
1: Thanks, Juliet.
3: Thank
1: you. Brad, welcome. We're glad to have you.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to be here.
1: Okay. Hit us with your question.
0: So which one? My first one or my second one? Your second one. My second one. Okay. So I've been a widow for going on six years and I keep asking myself, will I ever get married again?
1: I don't know why not. You're an attractive man. You seem very intelligent. I'm not sure why you... Tell me more about that question. Yeah. Tell me why what you're asking that question. What makes
3: you think
0: that you wouldn't get married? Oh. Well, because it's been so difficult to find somebody that I'm really compatible with. And I've had uh, several rejections because I'm attracted to women that are younger than me. And, and yeah. <laughs> so
1: what makes you attracted to women younger than you rather than someone your age?
0: Well I worked all my life to, to stay fit and, and I'm, frankly, I'm, I love kids and I'm willing to have more kids.
1: So you would like to have an, more children. Is that part of it?
0: Yeah, if, if my, wife, my wife wanted a, a child, I'd be willing to. Mm-hmm.
1: So are you looking for someone that you are you pursuing someone who wants to have children? Or are you just saying if she wanted to, I would do that?
0: I, I'm saying it'd be nice to find somebody who doesn't have children, and if they wanted a child, I would be, I'd be a, a good candidate.
1: So you're you've got something very specific you want here.
0: Maybe so. Maybe it's maybe I'm seeing that clearly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's what you want. You want someone who's willing to have children who doesn't have children yet, which is why I'm guessing they're younger than you. Exactly. Okay.
0: And, and the fact that I travel internationally and uh, it seems like the other cultures are much more open to uh, relationships with guys that are quite a bit older.
3: I see. Okay. So where are you looking? I'm looking
0: everywhere. I'd be happy to find somebody here locally.
3: <laughs> are you in California?
0: I'm in California.
3: Okay. So you're looking everywhere. How often do you date?
0: If I'm lucky, maybe once every two months. If you're lucky. Yeah. So
3: you're a nice-looking man. You're a widower. Mm Mm-hmm. You own your own home. You don't have roommates. No. You're very eligible. I think so. Where do you think the hitch is? Do you think there's a hitch somewhere in there? Is it hard to find women in your criteria?
0: Yeah, I'm so happy you asked that question. (laughs) Part of my problem is I'm multilingual, so I speak... Chinese and Spanish and Thai and other languages, and so I and so that has opened up this huge universe of 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 people I can communicate with, and so it's been. And I think with with uh, all of the apps that are available, maybe there's too many choices.
3: There's too many choices. Can you just start dating some of the choices?
0: I've I've tried. Yeah, I mean a lot of them are are still not not right here in the LA area. Okay. And and then I then I then I travel a lot.
3: Okay, so you first asked us a question about your buddy. Can we go to that question?
0: <laughs> okay, because <laughs> because this is
3: going to help answer the first question.
0: Okay, very good. So so I have a buddy who's um, a pretty amazing guy, and you know, when I I look at him and thinking, oh well, he's not really that attractive, but he has a really great personality, and he's he's aggressive at asking women their names he's a photographer can I take your picture and then he asked them out and he gets all kinds of dates and I'm thinking oh maybe what's wrong here maybe I'm not aggressive enough what do you think
3: okay so this uh, you guys are gonna have to help and keep me on track <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> answer this question first so he found what works for him He got into his groove, and his groove is just being a little aggressive and being very forward, it sounds like, and just asking for what he wants, right? Right, right. So what I'm going to tell you is you need to find your groove, and you need to try a whole bunch of different things, maybe try being a little more aggressive, maybe try being a little softer, you know? Just try different things to find your groove because he can pick up women like this, right? Like yeah. he's just picking up one after another after another. Right. And it sounds like you just haven't found your groove. If you're getting one date every two months, yeah. you're a very eligible guy. And so it just seems like you just haven't found your dating group. Like, what things different can you try? that would help you get a date
1: and I wonder I I love your I love that you're focused on this that you've got these parameters that are really important to you and I wonder if there's a way to open up in some way to a new possibility now that might mean you might have to say okay how important it is is it for me to really have companionship what's your priority Is it more important than to have a woman who's going to fit the the other things you talked about that's going to be able to have children? Or, I mean, just ask yourself some questions. You know, what is your priority? And do you want to try for a while doing something different like Sharon's talking about? Find your groove and let go of some of your expectations and just kind of get into the groove of what it's like to be dating. and. And open into a, a new possibility, mm-hmm. still with your heart, where where you want it to be, mm-hmm. right? But just know that you, there's maybe a, a power more higher than you that might be in the works here.
0: So that's that may be part of the problem. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I had a, an amazing experience meeting my, my first and only wife uh, and how he brought us together in a very... Dramatic and um, very clear way. And I keep thinking, well, is, is that going to happen again? Will it happen again? And I keep waiting to happen, for it to happen again. And so maybe I become a little bit passive, hoping that God would manifest in some unmistakable way for me.
1: The way He did in the past. Yes. And maybe there's a new path. Yeah,
0: maybe there's a new path.
1: Maybe there's a new path.
0: But I'm, but I'm, I'm not at all shy to go. I mean, I've. <laughs> My favorite song, my theme song, is "I Will Go the Distance."
1: I love it. I just yes, love that's it. That's a great one.
0: Yes, yeah, it's my theme song. So, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm not a, I'm not at all shy about uh, going places and trying to find people. It just, um, just hasn't worked.
3: Okay. So start writing down things that you can try that are different than what your normal approach is, and just stretch yourself a little, and okay. maybe just try some new things. Okay. Does that help you?
0: Yeah. That. You know, being here is, is part of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah so. good job Way to, to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great being with Latter-day Saints and because I know that I don't have to cross the bridge of, why don't you drink? <laughs> right. right. We
3: just had a question about that. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny you would an, say yeah, that. We just had another widow question. <laughs> yeah, we so.
1: did. Um, I'm, I'm really happy you're here. I think, Brad, this is great. And I really think if you can let go, let go, let God. I think your desires are wonderful, and I totally get your, you know, why you want a woman who can have children.
0: I'm not even sure that I really really, really want that, except that my kids have kept me, kept me young and vibrant, and I thought that would and I kind of miss it because my, my kids all live far from me, my grandkids live far from me, and so there's no really you know, that, it'd be nice to be. I mean. Later, later. Well, <laughs>
1: but it you was know be, but diapers. you know what? But I think that's a really great awareness that that is what's driving this. And maybe there's another way rather than having more children to get that vitality that you're talking about. Yeah. Just open yourself up.
3: Well also I just think
1: <laughs> I love it. He's got thought. his hands wide open. Both his hands, his eyes closed, his heart
3: heart to uh, eyes closed heart to the to the world. <laughs> one more I'm thought. Can, can I give one more thought? I'm, I'm all open
0: for it. You are all,
3: he is really all open for it. Okay. You're going to get in your new groove. You're going to have a new style of picking up chicks, right? Date a lot, because you might find that what you want, you really don't want, because you might find things in people that you realize that you want now, versus maybe something that you wanted before you were married, like, before your first wife. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, so open yourself up, and I would just date a lot. I would just date a lot of different types of women, and, you know, and just really see. That's going to tell you what you really want and what you don't okay, want. Okay,
0: so I just want to respond to that. Okay. It okay. is... It is such emotional an emotional investment to date anybody, because if they're into me and i'm not into them then there's it's very awkward to kind of back out of that if i like them and they don't like me then it's really disappointing so
3: right but <laughs> if you're do if, if, i'm talking like one date one date i'm i'm not saying date this girl one person for a month and then oh, yeah, a yeah, different yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Okay. because obviously the longer you date the more attached you get to people right, but just right. try just try okay. dating different personalities and different looks and things and just see if there's maybe things that you didn't know you wanted
0: okay how about dating uh, non-latter day saints
3: I'm not all for that. I'm not all for that. Can I tell you why? Yes,
0: please
3: do. Okay, we have this law of conformity. I'm going to use my hands here. <laughs> is this, this,
0: this, is, this is a philosophy?
3: This is a philosophy, the law I, of conformity. Okay. So spiritually, you're here, yes. you're church-wise, and they're here. Right. That's so higher and lower. This yes. is higher and lower, uh, lower. Thank you for translating, <laughs> Peggy. Yes. Anyways, what happens when you're in a couple relationship is you end up being the same. It doesn't matter if you come down to their level or if they come up to your level. Right. You know, because it never really happens like that you meet in the middle. One person comes up more, you know. So if this person's going to come up, if you're going to be so strong in the gospel and so staunch and everything and never miss a Sunday, well, they'll probably come up to your level. But most of the time that doesn't happen. Most of the time this person up here that marries the non-member starts lowering their standards. I see. You know, to kind of you know, to, because to, you're going to end up at the same all. level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> I just used my hands. Um, but does that make sense to you? That's why I don't date outside the church because I, I want to be, I, you know, I want to be a member. I want to keep my standards and, you know, the temptation yeah. is, the temptation is strong. Same yeah. And,
1: and, 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 listen, and living based on your value system is so important. It's so incredibly important. So I think just asking yourself some of these questions and really sitting down, and I would even do some writing about it, too. Mm-hmm. I just start writing some things out and open your open your heart okay. for God to work, do his stuff with you, to send you on that path. Okay? Thanks for coming, Thanks so Brad.
0: Much. It was very, very, uh, what, what shall I say? Um, not revealing, but... No, I... No, that's I expose, not it exposed.
1: Exposed. <laughs> you feel vulnerable. Feel vulnerable. <laughs> Thank you for being vulnerable. We appreciate it.
0: Asking me questions. Okay.
1: okay, we have Kimberly. Kimberly, what's your question? Is there such a thing as a soulmate? Okay. So first of all, what's your definition of a
3: soulmate? So when I think of soulmate, I think of. Saturday's warrior like pre-existence I've seen that smile somewhere before I think of um, uh, just a good connection um, and yeah someone maybe who I can communicate with
1: so okay so you've got two things here you've got someone that you you feel like you've had a experience before you came to this earth and that you guys maybe made a commitment to each other to be each other's eternal companions. And then you've also got a strong connection, someone that you communicate with, right? I'm going to propose that that may not be the same person. <laughs> oh, it might be, but it may not be. So I know people that have had like in their patriarchal blessing where it says that that they're going to marry someone that they knew before. And I personally believe that I have made covenants not just with someone that I'm gonna marry, but with other people. I have missions, I have people to connect with, I have, there's work to be done. But here's, here's the kicker. It doesn't take away their agency. If you have a soulmate, someone that you guys committed and said, we're gonna be each other's eternal companions before you came to this earth. And Sharon, you have a story about this, I think.
3: Have you? I, I do. I, I dated a boy, a boy, a man um, that was divorced and after, after I was widowed and um, he we we talked it out because we had such we had i want to call it a spiritual connection, even though he wasn't spiritual we had a very strong physical connection we connected in so many areas, and we talked about it several times how You know, he got a girl pregnant when he was 17. He totally rebelled from the church. He became an alcoholic. He went down the wrong roads. And how maybe that we had decided we were going to find each other and save each other from being single. And he had gone down so many bad roads that he was no longer worthy to be with me.
1: Yeah, so I really have a testimony. It was after my divorce that I really gained a testimony of agency. That every It doesn't mean... Even if you find someone that was like your soulmate, like Sharon's talking about, it doesn't mean that that's a given that it's always, it's all going to work out. Does that make sense? That
3: doesn't make a lot
1: of sense. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Great. All right. Any, any other questions around that? Okay. Thanks for being a part of our podcast. Thanks, Kimberly. Okay. That's all our questions for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. If you would like to make comments about this or you would like to ask some questions yourself, you can go to our Facebook page at Date to Your Potential, a dating discussion group on Facebook. And we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at datetoyourpotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.